0: After an overview of the discussions that will be taking place uh, from today, we're joined live at our studios here at the Durban ICC by spokesperson for West Africa, Oliver can Oliver, good afternoon. Thanks for your time on the program this afternoon.
1: Uh, hello, and thank you very much for inviting me on.
0: Great, Oliver. <laughs> so the theme, inclusive growth. Take us through this.
1: Well, inclusive growth is is um, it's a it's a it's a set sort of thinking about a new model for economic development. We've been working on this as an institution from our headquarters in Geneva for several years now. But mm-hmm. we've been worried about this for a long, long time. We've been worrying um, about the, the possibility for globalization to lead to income inequality mm-hmm. and, and wealth inequality since the 1990s when we first started looking into this. We've, we, every year we have a global risks report. Mm-hmm. And consistently for the past five or six years, it's income inequality is, has, has found itself at the top of our on talk of our list of global risks. Mm-hmm. Now what does this mean to the man in the street? It means that Indeed. capitalism isn't working. It isn't working to the extent it needs to. We, it's a system which has lifted hundreds of millions of people mm-hmm. out of poverty. It's created new consumers and, uh, and, and, and a middle class in, in, in Africa and all parts of the world but it has deficiencies and it has failures and some of those deficiencies are uh, a failure to invest correctly for the mm-hmm. long term You have abuses such as corruption, which takes away the potential for the system to invest productively and and, and into creative uses that Mm -hmm. actually generate and and, and create value that that can be shared. So what we're saying is there's a new way of looking at it. We Mm -hmm. need to stop thinking about growing our economies in terms of just sheer numbers. It's just too blunt an instrument. What we need to do is we need to figure out ways of growing our economies, investing in ways that affect people's standards of living, improve people's living standards, raise up the average median wage, the the, 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 the wage that we're all able to enjoy as part of the workforce, so that the money just doesn't go straight to the top.
0: Well, growing our economies economically, possibly. But let's talk about uh, Durban as a host venue, and it's also one of the busiest industrial ports, as you would have known, on the African continent. So a strategic place to discuss matters of the African economy, you'd say?
1: Well, look, South Africa is the number one economy in, in Africa and, and Durban is the number one port in Africa. So it's a very symbolic um, reason why we're here. Also very, very glad to be in, a, in a, a different city. As you know, South Africa is our Africa home, as it were. We've been yes. coming here for over 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 10 years and we've had a, mm-hmm. a, a strong partnership with Africa for 27 years. It's not the first time we were here. We mm-hmm. were here in 2003. Mm-hmm. That was the last time. But it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great place. Yeah. One thing, one of, one of the... Um, Perennial topics we have uh, at our meetings is is how can we get greater regional integration? Africa does not trade enough with each other. If you compare mm-hmm. Africa to the Europe or to the Asian countries, mm-hmm. and they. Really driving ahead with that economic growth, and it's because they're integrating better. But here in Durban, we have announced about a month ago, I believe, the yes. first Africa-designed and manufactured locomotive train. It's an amazing, yes. it's an amazing indeed. statement for the progress that is actually happening here in Africa. Connecting mm-hmm. the different parts of the the region, and you know, getting from Cape to Cairo, hopefully, eventually.
0: <laughs> Cape to Cairo, indeed. In terms of the delegates attending the conference, we know there's a lot of high-level delegates from presidents to prime ministers. Has their process in terms of security and? Uh Logistics been a smooth process.
1: It's, 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 it's always a, a very smooth process. Um, we're very proud of the leaders that come to our meeting, we're proud of the leaders from government but we're also proud of the meeting. Uh, leaders coming to the meeting from other sections. So mm. we're known of course for having leaders from business but you know, we have about a third of the people here will be from neither business nor government. We have social entrepreneurs, people who are creating innovative business-like ways of solving social problems, not making profits by doing it because they want mm. to fill a you know, fill a need in society we have young mm-hmm. people here global shapers representing um, all of Africa but especially the Durban hub who've been organizing uh, meetings and discussions throughout the whole week this week really proud to be working mm-hmm. with them as well so it's a it's a broad church but mm-hmm. you know, we have as many people as we can possibly get and we make sure that the meeting is available for as many people to see we have a we're investing in putting cameras into as many rooms as possible more than ever mm-hmm. and we have a live blog so we encourage all your listeners everybody out there who's interested interested in what we're doing. This is their conversation. We really want to have your your engagement, your ideas and your suggestions.
0: Oliver, talk to us about uh, the planning and logistics in terms of putting such a big conference together. Obviously, you see your your, your, your headquarters in, in Geneva, but in terms of planning a conference outside of your country uh, in a city like Durban, what was that entire process like on day one? It's something that we can talk about today uh, heading into the rest of the week?
1: well look it's uh, it's, an, it's an annual affair mm. we start planning for 2017 when we'll finish here here in Durban um, so it's, there's, a, there's a lot of planning involved I'm not the, the guy that has to do a lot of that um, mm. luckily because it's complicated um, but we start we start earnestly play, you know, planning this meeting in terms of how we're going to convert the space as you see we're in a wonderful building here it's so very conducive to, 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 to people meeting and we want people to you know people who don't know each other to bump into each other mm. we do a lot of thinking into how do we create spaces? Just like in modern office blocks. Mm-hmm. how do we create impromptu meetings? How can we create little small hubs where people who are interested in a specific area, whether it's food security or skills or inequality. Mm -hmm. They can go together and there's a little hub where they can huddle down and get some ideas. It's all about brainstorming. Yeah, we try to get the ideas and then we try to get the ideas and choose the best. Mm -hmm. And so by the end of the week, we'll have projects that we can take forward until we meet again next year.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your time. That was spokesperson for WEF in Africa, Oliver Can. Thank you so much for your time on the program this afternoon. Hopefully we'll catch up with you during the course of the week.
1: I hope so. And I'm very, very happy to talk to you again. Thank you so much for inviting me on.
0: Great. Take care.